This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help validate and support those who are or have been in my shoes and to help spread awareness of what these kinds of relationships can look like. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what I call mean hoovering. I've done a couple episodes about hoovering and what that can look like. And in my opinion, or at least the way that I've um, learned to understand hoovering, there are three main types of hoovering. I recently did one about reverse hoovering, and I also have one of me reading sort of screenshot, screenshot examples of ways that my abuser tried to quote-unquote nicely hoover me. Um, And so in order to wrap up the whole hoovering ordeal, who knows, maybe in a couple weeks I'll come up with another one and be like, actually, this is the fourth way of hoovering. I'm not saying that I'm inventing hoovering and what it looks like and stuff like that, but this is just the way that my brain has organized my understanding of hoovering, so I wanted to share it with you. Um, Before I do that, I will do struggles and successes. Um, A struggle is that um, hmm, just just overworked lately and it's my own fault and I'm doing it to myself and I believe that I shared this same one last week I'm still kind of feeling this way where I'm doing too much and I'm trying to reset from that and um, just kind of find that balance which I feel like so many of us have whether we're survivors of abuse or not it's like finding a balance in this crazy world is very difficult to do and to maintain um, unless we like many people that I've started following on my socials lately um, have chosen a slow life which sounds amazing I'm not there yet but um A success is that I just got done recording a podcast with um, Kelly from um, Badass Moms. She's Kelbell underscore Badass Moms, and um, she interviewed me for her podcast, and it was really cool because I got to be talking about something that wasn't necessarily abuse-related, although, of course, abuse came up. Um, It was just, like, who I am as a mom and my journey of learning how to be – both a mom and a person and um, all kinds of stuff. And so it's really cool. It'll probably be out um, by the time this is out. So check it out um, if you want to do that. But it was just really nice to, to, again, talk about something a little bit different for once. And um, I just always enjoy being on podcasts with people and having people on my podcast, even if we're talking about some yucky stuff, like when I did my uh, interview with Andrew Campbell, which, you know, he's talking about abuse and statistics and all of that stuff which isn't really fun to talk about but I still just feel really energized when I'm sharing this space with people who are doing incredible things so that is my success for today um all right so let's dive in um like I said I have talked about nice hoovering and in my opinion nice hoovering you know of course it's very easy to misunderstand what that is and to not see it um as hoovering because they're reaching out to you saying hey you know, I want to stop by. I want to bring you a muffin. I was just driving around. I'm kind of close to your house. I have an extra muffin in the car. Do you want it? Or, hey, I'm just checking in on you. I know things have been hard. They're just seeing these really nice things. And from the outside view, it looks like they're being kind, that they're being the quote unquote bigger person reaching out to you, um, showing that they still care about you. When in reality, if it is an abusive person, um, you know, I'm not talking about like just a normal breakup where, you know, my son's dad and I ended our relationship and we still, I mean, we co-parent, but, like, I would still check on him. Like, 
yesterday he was at the airport and I guess they shut down half of SeaTac because there was a some sort of threat. And um, I, the first thing I said was, are you safe? Are you okay? You know, we're not together, but we still do actually check on each other. Um, so I'm not talking about that. And I know it can be confusing because what's the difference? And a lot of my clients are like, but is this person actually abusive? Um, and so it can be very difficult to spot. If you want to learn more about that, listen to the podcast where I'm reading examples. And then there's nothing where they reverse over you by doing absolutely nothing. And it's such a mind F that you end up going back. That is a reverse Hoover. I have a recent episode about that if you want to check that out. What I call mean Hoover is the threats, the horrible things, the trashing you as a person. Um, even the smear campaign, you know, delivered by someone else could be a mean Hoover indirectly through a third party, which in the circles of, um, you know, abuse education, we call them flying monkeys. So what are some examples of that? What can that look like? Um, you know, if you, if you, you know, if you don't come back, I'm going to, I'm going to sue you for the dog. I want the dog. I'm going to sue you for the dog. I'm going to throw out all your stuff if you're not home by five. I'm going to, you know, mine was actually when I was walking back up to the house to meet with them after they had tried every trick in the book, they came walking out of the house holding my dog's ashes and they said, had you not come back, I would have dumped these, which wasn't actually a, a Hoover because they didn't use it against me to get me there, but they were sending a very clear message that should you not comply, I will dump out your dog's ashes, which by this time I was like, you know, of course I was like, knee jerk inside like horrified like that's disgusting and horrible why would you do that but i knew by that point in time not to react because they probably would actually do it and at the end of the day as much as i didn't want my dog's ashes to just be dumped out i was like my, my dog's not in that little bucket my dog's not in that bucket she's in my heart um that is not going to be enough to pull me back into this whirlpool of absolute crap that i've been through with you um what else you know, calling you names, saying you're a bad mom, you're a bad person, all you do is ever leave people, um, accusing you of something, oh, I heard you're already hooking up with someone else, like whatever it might be, just taunting you, um, trying to get a reaction out of you, trying to get you to fight with them, trying to get you to defend yourself, right? So they're not bringing you muffins and being kind, they're sending you messages, yelling at you, voice memos, calling you names, we're actually seeing a lot of this on social media where people are uploading videos of them being yelled at or voice memos or you know they're calling 400 times or they're texting every 10 seconds just over and over and over again. I never loved you. I hate you. You know, you ruined my life. Just all kinds of stuff. Um, and so the other thing to consider with the with hoovering is that it can all be used in tandem. So it could be a nice hoover. And when you don't respond to a nice hoover is hey, can I bring you a muffin? Either you don't respond or you say, no, thank you, I'm busy. And then they say, well, F you. You're so selfish. You never cared about me, blah, blah, blah. And what they want is for you to respond to that because you didn't respond to the kind, quote unquote, kind gesture that they were, you know, freaking out for a Hoover. And so now they're going to try this other tactic. Now they're going to say, I hate you. You're the worst. Your stuff's going to be on the street. I'm going to destroy all your plants. I'm going to chop them up. I'm going to put them through the wood chipper. I don't know. <laughs> and which I did experience that one. And I was like, they're just plants. You know, I, I spent a lot of money on them. But at this point, they're just plants. Um, 
nothing ever came of that, but it's just, it's what's going to work here. I've got my, all my tactics here in a line. I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to pick that one. It's like, it, it's like Lord of the Rings. I like Lord of the Rings. I don't know, whatever movie that you like. Um, they have all the different, like the, it's been a long time since I watched it. Don't judge me, Lord of the Rings fans. But like, what, what do we have? Okay, I'm going to send in the people from this area. Here they go. Okay, it's not working. Oh, here come the elves. The elves are going in. All right, we still need some backup. We need Gandalf flying in on a giant bird. Let's go. Like, whatever, right? Um, we're just going to keep trying. We're going to keep trying. Here's some, here's the, the dwarves here. We still don't have it. Okay. Here's giant trees. Maybe the giant trees will win this battle. So they're just coming up with whatever they can come up with to get you to answer, to get you to be back into this circular conversation with them, to get you to forget about what's really going on that you just left or that you've been trying to leave and that you're miserable. Maybe you're not gone yet. And it's just a conversation where you've started to withdraw from them and they're going to hoover you back into this state of what looks like an okay relationship like the lulls they're going to try to lure you back into that so that they can trick you into thinking that the relationship isn't that bad that you're overreacting and they're going to act like this for a couple days and then toss back in the the lows right the massive what and all abuse um but i'm going to say then you know what we actually feel is abuse because when we're in it we don't often feel that the love bombing the future faking what feels like positive things we don't feel like that's abuse and we don't feel like the lulls are abuse but it's all abuse it's all part of the same cycle right so i really want you to understand that these are all tactics and tools that are just used to to keep you in it you know when you're leaving they'll start saying things that they have never said to you before They'll start promising you things that they haven't said or that they just kind of like shirked off as like not important. And then now that you're leaving, all of a sudden, you know, they're promising you that they'll buy, you know, we're going to get that house we've always wanted. Or you've been asking for a dog. Let's get, they might get you a dog. They might get you a dog. Now I'm kind of just talking about all kinds of hoovering. Like, oh, let's have a kid together. Oh, let's go to therapy. That's hoovering. That's all hoovering. Um, again, I got, a, I swerved a little bit off from the meme hoovering, but it all does together it's all the same tactic but it can look very different it can be horrible and cruel it can be seemingly kind and caring and again you show this message to your sister your friend your mom whatever and they're going oh they're just trying to be kind why are you being so cruel because from the outside perspective they're being kind when they do the cruel one of course anyone um anybody can look at that and say wow this is horrible um but then there also can be written off like well they're just really hurting they're just really upset because you left and you know, they're just, they, they just, they love you and they want you to come back and that's not okay. That's not an excuse. It's, it's, there's a reason why you left. And you know, this is a side note. This isn't the subject of today's podcast, but the people around you, no matter what your abuser's doing, whether they're being kind or not, they need to be able to understand that, you know, there's a reason why you worked so hard to leave. There's a reason why it took you 42 times to finally get out that door and now they're blowing up your phone whether it's mean or quote-unquote nice and you don't need to be hearing things like oh they're just really upset they're just you know they're trying so you know also keep that in mind um, when you're sharing information with people when you first leave but yeah you know this might end up being a shorter episode because I've just said some things what I don't want to do is sit here and trigger everybody by giving a bunch of examples of what mean um, what mean hoovering can look like 
um, but I'm gonna sit here and like talk at you and you're listening to this in your car and you're triggered because all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, this happened to me so many times. Another one I do wanna talk about though is um, threatening to commit um, to, un- to unalive themselves as people are saying on, on social media because I, I don't wanna say, I don't wanna say it out loud, but it's a very common tactic for abusers to say, you know, I will end my life if you leave or I will do this or, you know, you're gone and they say, if you don't come back tonight, this is going to happen and it's going to be your fault. This is a huge one. This is a very, very big deal because um, they're threatening you. They're, they're guilt tripping you. They're trying to make you think that their life is in your hands. It's not. If they choose to do that, I know this is very difficult. Um, in fact, we talked about this in our LGBTQ support group this last time this came up. It's a very common tactic because any person with empathy is going to panic and say, oh, no, don't do that. You know, I'm trying to leave you. You just did this most horrific, horrible thing to me, but I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to come back. I don't want that to be on my conscience for the rest of my life. And there have been cases of people who actually do do that. It is the ultimate F you to an abuse victim to do that because then they have to live with it for the rest of their life. Um, Again, whatever they can say or do to keep you in it. If they threaten you, you know, again, about the dog, about the kids, I'm going to take the kids. I'm going to fight you for the kids. I'm going to do this. And some of them actually will fight you for it. But it's all tabling and it's all done to keep you in the cycle of abuse and to keep you under their control. So all that to say, I am currently working on a workshop type situation where we're going to sit down and we're going to look at examples of hoovering. We're going to talk about it. We're going to learn about it. We're going to understand the why. Why are they doing this? What does it mean? And we're going to arm ourselves with the ability, the knowledge and the ability to not respond and to not get drawn back into those Hoover attempts. And we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about ways to, to never let this happen again. Um, I know that sounds easier said than done, but keep your eyes out for that if that's something that you're interested in. If you're listening to this or you've listened to the other, other Hoovering um, episodes and you're like, yeah, I need that, keep your eyes peeled. I will be posting about that as soon as I have all my materials and everything ready to get that going. Um, I can't believe I just said that out loud because I don't like to talk about projects before I really have them squared away. But um, I do hope to start offering sort of group coaching workshop type things to people because I do think that that's a really beneficial and super affordable way to, again, equip yourself with the information that you need to, to, to heal and, and to get away from these type of situations. That's going to be it for today. Um, I will go ahead and wrap this up. And before we uh, before we do that, I want to remind you that I am a certified trauma recovery coach. So if you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, thelindsaygoodman.com, and you can book a 30- or 60-minute session as well as an ongoing six-week um, sort of package that I have available. I do run that monthly LGBTQ support group with my friend Terry De La Torre one Saturday a month. So, you know, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, just look forward to the next month, find the one Saturday that has a booking available and go ahead and join us there. Or if you know someone who might benefit from that, you can send them my website as well. It's all on the Um, I do want to say this is the first episode that I'm recording since I changed up my social media for a very long time. I was sharing both personal and professional things on one account. 
yes, it was easier because it was all in one place, but I did choose to separate those because, um, you know, a lot of times on my account uh, on TikTok, I would want to share something personal, but it didn't make sense because it's all about abuse. And on Instagram, I'd want to share something abuse related. And I was like, this is too much. I haven't been talking about this as much here. Where do I put this? Or, you know, pop in like a meme or something like that. And it just wasn't making sense for me. So I have separated my accounts. If you want to follow me on my personal journeys, those are going to be the Lindsay Goodman on, you know, TikTok and Instagram. And now on uh, TikTok and Instagram, the coach specific stuff, the podcast, the coaching, all that stuff is going to be Lindsay Goodman coaching. Again, the website's lindsaygoodman.com, thelindsaygoodman.com. I apologize for any confusion if you're like, wait, this is too much. Um, I appreciate everyone following me wherever you follow me and being a part on this journey. I do also have Facebook and YouTube if you're over there. Oh, and I also have Twitter. Oh my goodness, how annoying. I'm the Lindsay Goodman on Twitter. So follow me wherever it feels like you want to follow me. Don't follow me where you feel like it's too much. That's totally fine. But I did want to let you know and put that out there that I'm now in two different spaces with two different things. One of them is just going to be me existing, healing, being myself. And one of them is going to be, hey, you, this is the information that you might need if you're in these situations. So again, thanks for bearing with me with all of that and all the changes. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please go do something nice for yourself. Don't forget to drink some water.